Welcome to the Beauty School Bobby podcast brought to you by Tennessee School of Beauty. Today we are here with an actual professional in the industry. I am a little bit intimidated Mm. to have you here. Um, Joey Tax with us today, by the way, from Hot 104.5. And you you do this as a job and you've done this for a really long time. Uh, Yeah, not a podcast, but But they're on the radio. Similar, right? I mean, other than Um, I can edit, you can't really mess up the way that we can mess up today. Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to (laughs) it. Really looking forward to messing up. I've been wanting to mess up for a long time. (laughs) So how long have you been in the industry? How did you get into DJing? Um, 20 years, I think. Yeah. So um, I think 20, December will be, maybe 21, I can't remember. No, 20. It'll be 20 in December. 20 years. So I was 16. And, uh, but even before that, so we'll back up. So when I was 13 or so, um, there was a... um, uh, I, we were at a gas station, and we saw this radio station that was doing a, a, rem, a remote broadcast or whatever. I don't know what it was. And um, and so my dad said, yeah, let's go say hi to the DJ or whatever like that. And we were all shy. Me and my twin brother were shy, and we, like, hid in the back of the car. And she came by and, like, signed an autograph. And so, like, that was, like, a, a really kind of neat moment. And uh, And knowing what I know now, radio station remotes at gas stations are, like, the le- least exciting things ever. So, you know, it's really... It was really impactful for me, and I have to. We have to con- constantly remember, like all those opportunities are important. But anyhow, um, um, something about that, and then I started listening to the radio. I think when you're in middle school and, and about that age, you start like really um, listening to music and getting into it. And so that was a really, really good time because um, I don't know what you were listening to in like '97, '96, '98, but like that was like really good music. You know, the boy band era had started at in about 98, but then in like 97, you had like Hanson and Spice Girls and like uh, Chicka Cherry Cola yeah. and, and all that stuff. With And it was a really good time to like listen to music. So we were listening to the Top 40 station. And one night uh, when long distance was a thing, remember you have to call long <laughs> distance, uh, we wanted to play the countdown, which was called the five most wanted. And we wanted to win tickets to go to like the local drag raceway or something, which is like totally not what we would ever do, but whatever. And so I asked my dad, I said, can I call long distance? And he said, sure. And so we did. And we won and won the tickets. Just like the first time you first tried? Time. Yes. And then we won for approximately uh, the next two weeks straight because they didn't have rules at the radio station. And so we just won, 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 won. And it turns out nobody wanted the tickets, but whatever. It was awesome. <laughs> and so... We got really amped up over that and, and, and started really listening to the DJ uh, on the air um, who went by the name of Red Hot Brian Scott. And I'm still friends with him and he's still on radio. But, um, you know, it was this like theater and excitement and humor and, 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 and all of those things were like, we got hooked. And um, so, you know, then we started calling and would hang on the phone and ask questions and, and, and try not to be annoying, but just, you know, just talk to this this DJ who you know was there and had to answer the calls, and uh, and just got kind of obsessed you know with the idea of of that and doing whatever that is. In the meantime, we started our own mobile DJ business at fourteen. We DJed our first prom, uh, no prom, um, 
middle school dance. We are freshmen in high school, and we DJ the middle school dance. Oh which, by gosh. the way, I'm like, who would hire a 14-year-old? <laughs> like, what? Why would you do that? And they paid us. They paid. They, we, we, we charged them $190, and they paid us uh, uh, $300, and they gave us a check. And we were like, you screwed up. And so we called, and we said, oh, no, like, because we were really good and nice. And, yeah. And they're like, take the money, please. Aww. So... Like, so it was you and your twin brother. Me and my brother, yeah. So, and he's Everything. still in yeah. radio yeah. also. So this was like me and him all together. So, so you know, we buy our DJ equipment. We we have all these speakers in our room and, and DJ equipment and stuff. And so we're pretending like we have a radio station, but we also want to sing. So we're like, we're singing in our room and recording <laughs> radio shows and, you know, you know singing uh, NSYNC songs and whatnot. And like, that was what we did. We... You, you know, we didn't, I, not to say we didn't have friends, but like that was where we really wanted to spend all of our time. You know, how some people are on computers and some people play sports. Our thing was like to camp out in our room yeah. and take turns, you know, pretending to be on the radio. And I'm sure your stuff was okay, but I was making some pretty bomb mixtapes at yeah. that time. Yeah. I mean, just sitting there and waiting to like record. Yeah. Oh, on the, on the radio? <laughs> yeah. Waiting for Whoop There It Is. Yeah. Or so like, yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I wish I still it had It would have been those, like, yeah. like, probably Britney Spears. Horrible recording. Like I yeah. mean, you could totally hear the stops. Yeah. Stop. The I mean, splices. That, yeah. So it was the, bad. The, so, yeah, the interesting thing, so this is really like in depth. So the first CD that I ever got was Garth Brooks' The Hits CD, which was yes. his greatest hit CD that came out in 94. The Black and Blue. Uh-huh. Yep. And like Red, White. It was like, yeah, exactly. And um, it was amazing. And so we were, so, I don't know where this came from, but we were so nerdy about getting into radio. And and um, so, you know, when you listen to an album, you'll hear a, a, a song of a certain length. But then you listen to the radio, you'll hear an edited version. It's shorter. And uh, for, for, you know, listeners' attention purposes. So we would... We were so excited about trying to be in radio and pretend like we were doing this thing. We would take, I remember that CD, and back in the day, you could you could record a cassette while the CD was playing, mm -hmm. and you could record it on a cassette. So the old trick was you'd hit the pause button when you'd want to make an edit, and then you'd unpause when you'd want it to be the other side of the edit, and whatever w was not recording was cut out. And um, so... We would we would constantly be practicing this real time. We were really good at it, and um, so like we just wanted to, to get a part of that, and um, and we started our own mobile DJ business and DJed our first wedding. We were fifteen. <clears throat> Again, oh who would hire? I well, the, we were dishwashers, and our boss at the at the, the restaurant hired us, but and we got paid one hundred fifty bucks for that. And um, but like. I don't know. So we were given the opportunity, and we were thrilled and excited, and, and, and did that, and had our own equipment, and, and would our parents would drive us around, and we'd set up this, these DJ things, and and uh, meanwhile we um, basically found somebody. Who, long story short, my mom worked at a dentist office, and the anesthesiologist, and yeah, um, whoever. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm, that's your business. The hygienist. Um, <laughs> Woo! The hygienist. <laughs> they don't have one of those at the dentist. Um, uh, her husband was the afternoon guy on the major radio station in, oh, in cool. the area. So, you know, we kind of got our foot in the door and, you know, hung out and, and uh, with the families. And um, and he somehow got us introduced to into that building. So we go into this building of eight radio stations. Big building. All these brands that I've known for my like, whole life. And it's super intimidating. Me and my brother were 16 and really awkward and he sits down and kind of interviews us and basically you know says why do we want to do it and this and that and um and we were just like thrilled 
like over the moon and 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 so he said you know we're going to start you in kind of an internship thing there's no internship but he said uh, joey you come in mondays from like four to six you get out of school and you can drive here and then jesse you do it on tuesday and we did that for months and months and months and then finally he said um uh december 26th 1999 he said that joey this is going to be like you're going to go in and you're going to uh what they call run the board so back then it was cds and manual things and blah 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 so somebody had to sit there and actually you know do the things and not not let a computer do it. And uh, so, uh, and it was like overnight. And um, so I, it was a, a, like a Sunday and I went in and it was uh, amazing. I was playing radio, but truly playing radio. Yeah. And like Jesse was at home recording the whole thing and I was doing, <laughs> I was doing the weather and everything, literally on the air. And um, and I have that tape, I should have brought it today. And, um, but it's it was amazing. So. Anyhow, and Jesse kind of was doing the same thing. Within a couple of months, we each had our own overnight shows on the weekends. And uh, I was on the, the, the almost like the B97.5 type station. He was on the country station. And, um, it, you know, we, we did that for a year. So, you know, I was there for four years uh, part-time. And eventually, um, you know, I, I wondered if it was ever going to happen and work out. And full, nobody ever left. Um, and so I started kind of like... You know, doing other jobs. I worked at a damn steel processing plant, which what? is I I know you think yeah I have the scars to show it. <laughs> like they you know they had you on like a ninety day probation, um, and to see if you were going to work out. And and in and, and that period, I um you know I was pulling down four hundred fifty dollars take home a week, uh, and I'm like eighteen or nineteen, and like I didn't like it at all, but like it was really good money, and um, I hurt myself and I had to go to the emergency room and. Get, cut myself and all this stuff. But long story short, they didn't keep me after the probationary period. Surprise, surprise. And right around that time, the night guy at the, the radio station left and uh, put in. And so I said, I'd like to try this. And I got the job. On the station that I listened to when I was listening to NSYNC and Hanson and blah, blah, blah. Awesome. And so then the afternoon guy yeah. at that point was Red Hot Brian Scott. So like it all was this full circle thing. Yeah. Um, by that point, Jesse was in Cincinnati, uh, 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 Kansas City. Uh, we had family there, so he, he went down there and got a full-time job in radio. And um, and so long story short, about a year later, I was kind of getting bored in Iowa, which is not impossible to do, <laughs> and, um, and said, um, you know, I really want to spread my creative you know wings, and I want to be able to do really weird, crazy things, and, and I just didn't feel like um, that was maybe the best place to do it. And so uh, Jesse had already been, he'd been laid off, unfortunately, in, 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 in Kansas City, and um been looking for work and he interviewed in Knoxville uh, now a lot of people don't know this but he interviewed at Hot 104.5 in Knoxville and they were about to fly him in for the job and he said ah I got this job in Cincinnati I'm sorry but you should talk to my brother and they did because they're because you guys are literally the 20th of all twins so they I mean they probably were like they're I like, don't know who this is they said yeah the response was uh, I remember it still it was okay have him send his stuff and so I did and then they called me and I went through the interview process, and um, they flew me in, and I got the job. So and by that point, he was in Cincinnati. And so that was 14 years ago, um, oh my gosh. which is kind of unheard of yeah. for anybody to stay anywhere for 14 years, especially when they started at 21. Yeah. Um, and, 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 and so that's... So you are both on at the same time, right? You guys both have we, the t- we, same time slot? Yeah, yeah. So, well, at that point, we were both doing nights. So that we were doing... Oh we were, gosh. And so we were, you know... 
still new to our circumstances and our surroundings. So we would constantly be on the phone with each other the whole night, Aww. like twins do. Yeah. And, you know, the one reason that Knoxville felt okay to me is, and, and seriously, because it was scary. Like, it was really scary to leave, you know, Iowa, which uh, Iowa, which is all I knew, and to go to a place where people look different and talk different and, and act, you know, everything's different. And uh, the fact that I knew he was three and a half hours away, like, made that okay. Yeah. Because, like, I knew, like, if I really freaked out, I could just go see him. Yeah. And, um... So that's why we did that. But um, in fact, on my job interview, when I came down to fly into Knoxville for an interview, he stealthily came to Knoxville and hung out with me, Aww. like at the hotel, and we moved around. And I didn't tell anybody about it because I didn't want them to think I was not focused on the interview. Right. But like, I was freaked out, you yeah. know? And um, so yeah, we were doing nights at the same time, and then uh, now we're both doing afternoons. So I wanted to ask you, because we've been working together for like two years, three years now? Longer than that. No, probably longer. Maybe my like, years. I like forever. Have yeah. no concept of time anymore. Probably like, it's just like gone. Th- probably like three or four, but sure. Okay, whatever. so we'll say three or four. We'll go with that because I don't remember. But um, you weren't really around beauty school before we yeah. partnered with you all. So yeah. I want to know what your perception was of the industry before you started. I mean, you obviously went somewhere to get haircuts, yeah. And so that's what you knew. Um, yeah. Didn't really think much more about it probably like schooling or anything like that um yeah no um i mean i thought that people had to go to a place to get a certificate that they hung up in front of their chair yeah like and i knew that some said uh cosmetology and some said barbering and uh and i knew that they, they were clearly required to have that but i didn't really know anything beyond that yeah um and um I, you know i was getting my hair cut at, at uh like the five ninety nine places, right? With a coupon, yeah. You know why not? And uh, <laughs> I can tell you why not. But um, <laughs> um, but anyhow, um, no. I mean, I just thought it was a place that you probably learn how to cut hair, like I and and uh, and that you learned the skills and were trained, and it, you know you would go through a program and then you get deployed to. <sighs> deployed <laughs> and you are assigned at that great clips and you good sports clips and um I but yeah that yeah so that's that's kind of what it was and um I think the, the, the this is an extension of the answer but the first time that I ever like felt like I'd experienced because I was always kind of cheap about it and I didn't understand there was a quality difference and all this stuff yeah and so when I was getting married I said, you know, I'm going to I'm going to go above and beyond and spend my $25 on a Frank's barbershop haircut, right? And that was the first chance I was like, "Oh my gosh, it makes all the difference to go somewhere where people maybe are more trained and more experienced and there's an atmosphere and and um and so that was like really eye-opening to me and never like stopped going after yeah. that. Um but yeah, I I I just assumed there was some training and education and maybe classroom setting and and um and, uh, so what was you, what did you think when you first came in here? I mean, was it different than you expected? Was it? Uh, I mean, some of it. I mean, you, you have a row of chairs and 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 you have mannequins and hair from somebody that is on heads. <laughs> um, horses. I don't know where does that come from. Real people, I think, right? Yes. And um, good. Um, and uh, no, I just the it it was. It was more like a, um, the, the, almost like a. I don't want to say like a sorority because it wasn't all females, but there was this this energy and excitement, and um, especially here where everybody was really um, it, it wasn't like your typical classroom setting. It just felt like um, you know almost this like uh, 
like this almost fun place to go to school yeah. and like learn. And, and that there was way more than like cutting hair, um, like for way beyond that, you know, and we'll get into some of that, um, you know, and, and, and some of the, I, I find it's interesting that with every industry that's out there, anything, it's like, I want to like meet with like somebody who's an expert on that stuff. Because there's so much about like every other industry that you're so familiar, whether it's yeah. a plumber or somebody who like controls the stoplights or somebody like there's like tricks and, 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 and things that they all know that that you would never even be And you aware just of. use it every single day, yes. but you have no clue how it happens. I mean, that's how I felt coming into this world also. Yeah. I mean, I didn't go to beauty school. Like I didn't know anything. I just yeah. knew that I could talk to people and I was super energetic and like that our student has changed a little bit since that transition. Like, I feel like when we've gone out and done, like, Dash for the Dress or events like that, like, there is an energy there. Like, there's just, like, an excitement level of, like, our students are so excited to see you guys because they hear you on the radio. You are our local celebrities. So for them, they're like, wait, that's Joey Tack. That's DJ Eric B. Like, they get so excited. So they think it's really cool to be a part yeah. Of something like that too, so it really—I mean, it goes. Hand it's hand just really not well. stale. It's not. It's not this like you know a non-credit course sort of deal where you go in and you learn how to you know crochet. Yeah. You know, uh, you there's there's an energy it, gee, when when you walk in and it's um, it's you know really cool. Like I kind of want to hang out. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a place. Best. It's a place that you kind of want to be, and you got music playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't hear. Um, you know, uh, uh, Tatiana playing. Right. But, uh, you know, it's okay. We can't all. We do sometimes yeah. in the classroom. So on the clinic floor, yeah. we have to have, like, a very tame station. Like, it's very Ed Sheeran yeah. on, this, on the I floor for the clients. But then when you go into the classroom, sometimes I'll be giving tours, and there is, I mean, yeah. everything. And yeah, I'm like, ratchet. oh, okay, yeah, so ratchet. sorry. Um, we do mix up. Because the next time, the students all get to pick a station on Pandora, yeah. and then it shuffles. So, like, yeah. the next time you go in... It'll be like Reba McIntyre, and then it'll yeah. be Post Malone, and then it'll be like DMX. Like you just don't ever know. So what, you're what, get. what you could do is you could just allow me to create some custom playlists yes. for you guys. You might have some like sweet That'd little shit. Awesome. Write it down and put some shout-outs If you in weren't there. busy, you could just come live DJ See, here. That'd not. be real yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> I know you don't have anything. Nothing on your going plate. on. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, but like um, I, I think it's great. It is. It is not what I thought it was. I thought it was this this stale. Um, not here, but just anywhere. Yeah. Kind of classroom setting. And um, there, again, there's this like, I, I was excited to walk in today. Yeah. Um, not because I could just do this, but because I knew there was going to be like um, just an energy. And and when I have seen your people and talked to them, you know, outside of the classroom, uh, they are like happy. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I think if you can create an atmosphere, whether it's a business or a place to work or a place to go to school where people brag about where they go... Like, you can't buy that sort of thing. Right. And um, not everybody, it, it, that, that comes down to culture. Um, that's a huge part of it. Um, and, you know, the reputation of a place. And so, like, you guys should be really proud of that, that people are, like, are actively, um, you know, brag and boast that, that this is the place they get to go. Yeah. Well, we're so happy that we have a partnership with you guys because yeah. I think it, it does, it definitely works so well. I want to talk to you about Fire Festival. Yeah. Um, I Can actually, we talk about Andy? I forgot. Yes, please. I forgot to. Hey, let me um, drink a bottle of water here. <laughs> I do. I forgot to write down that that's something I want to talk to you about because I obviously follow you on social media. Yeah. So yeah. I saw that you guys were into it at the same time that we were into it. Yes. Like watching. I, I watched both. Mm-hmm. I watched Netflix and Hulu. Yeah. What was your, what was immediate shows over credits roll? What was your immediate reaction to it? Like what is the first thing like? That you thought when that when you when the documentary was over. Um, 
I, well, I'm a marketing person, so my first thought was, wow, even if something's not real, really good, effective, influencer-based marketing works. And good or bad, like, it works. And, yeah. and visuals matter, and story matters, and telling, so, you know, everything we do on the radio is about that, like how do we how do we make something larger than life? They literally invented something and made it larger than life. It didn't even exist, and right. so that was the kind of. The, and then the other thing was um, like I didn't even I was really unaware of it. I'd missed the whole thing a couple of years ago. Okay, I knew there was a jaw rule thing going on, but like I I was I was checked out. Yeah, and uh, well we had a kid, so about that time, so that's probably why. But yeah, um, so yeah, I was just like like this is this is crazy how much do you feel like the people that showed up on that island are to blame for this not to blame but how much i mean is there any part of you that like was like but how did you not check like how did you not yeah make sure um uh, well we're really really busy you know and people and i don't know about those people in particular but um you know, if 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 I'm too busy to get my oil changed because life is so busy, I might not have time to dig into you know fire fraud on Twitter and, right. and, and things like that. And and if 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 the organization kept you know hyping it up and and people um, spent a lot of money, I think you can convince yourself that everything's going to be fine because you need it to be fine. Right. So uh, so I don't know how much they are to blame. It was really delightful to see them show up. That made me so uncomfortable. Oh, like, I. The airport that, when they were locked in the airport, I was like, I can't I watch can't, this. I couldn't do it either. I, I, everything was fine. Even the weird thing with the bottled water yeah. was fine. And like, I'm so happy they included that. Me too. It was like that made the whole. Thing. I think that's why the Netflix documentary was better yeah. because they yeah. had him. Yeah. Like, and even when before <laughs> was, I knew that, like just him, every scene that he was in before yeah. the bottled water yeah. thing. I loved him. Yeah. I was like, who is it? He's yeah. sitting there like, gee golly. I mean, he's just like, yeah, you need what are you podcast. talking yeah. about? We do need to get him we on the beauty, beauty school body podcast. We do. But uh, yeah, he, um, yeah, that was a, that was a great addition. Um, but um, the orange square, that was something to me that I was like, man, like you genius. were talking about how smart genius. the marketing is and what that can actually yes. do and influence it. It was yes. like when they talked about, because yeah. I do remember seeing that. Yeah. I think that was my mm -hmm. first memory of it is, was that part. But I just, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't believe that it happened. Yeah. And like watching it unfold was just this sickening, like them being there fighting for my, I mean, that mm -hmm. whole thing made me so uncomfortable. I mean, it's my worst nightmare. Yeah literally yeah. torture me. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, being there and everyone freaking out and having no organization and nothing you can do. Well, we had, we had the benefit of uh, dramatic irony, meaning we knew what was going to happen. Right. And we knew what they were about to experience. And so when you saw them roll up, you were just like, I can't watch. Yeah. I can't watch. Um, and so that was, um, it was rough. I want to get to um, our would you rather question. Mm -hmm. So I wanted you to prepare two. Yeah. And so I'll ask one and then you can ask one. Okay. Does that sound good? Yeah, I'm just pulling mine up. Okay. So I'm going to start with would you rather have to fight Mike Tyson or get his face tattoo? Same exact tattoo. Oh, <laughs> like no different. Like, I'd rather fight him. Because Do of, you think that you could survive that? Do you think, uh, you're telling me that you think that you could take a punch from Mike Tyson? No, I don't <laughs> think I could take a punch. <laughs> but at least I'd be dead and not have to wear that tattoo on my face. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I would not easily get the face tattoo, but I'm so afraid of him. I mean, he can't kill me. 
I mean, he... No, I mean, he could kill you. Right. Well, there's that. But it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I, no, I don't think I would... Uh, I don't want to be the guy known as that guy. I'd rather, you know, you know, be in the infirmary. Is there or, anything, like a tiny star? Is there anything that like you would tattoos. tattoo on your face? No. Oh, no tattoos. I don't really like tattoos. Do you have any? No. Does Jossa have any? She does, but only recently and only because I told her if she was going to do it, it was on her and I wasn't going <laughs> to endorse it. Uh, yeah, I, I don't like them for okay. the most part. Uh, and definitely not on the face then. Yeah, no. If you're against them, you're probably not for them on the face. Right, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to get a teardrop or anything like that. Um, Maybe. Or get eyeliner. Maybe like someday that. we'll have something yeah. that we have a bet. Yeah, maybe, maybe, or maybe not. Um, I mean, that might not happen to me. <laughs> but no, I. Uh, it might be my goal now is to see what I can do to be like. I if a temporary tattoo. I win. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. No, but I, I'm not a big fan of them. I, um, I, I've got nothing against them. I just know that you have to like live with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, forever. And 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 some things that make sense when you're, you know, 35 or whatever. Right. Um, you may not make sense when you're 90. Yeah. Um, so sure enough. Just Can't wait to see Post. Yeah. Post at 90. All right. You want mine? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have way better questions than mine. But okay. So would you rather um, lose your voice for a year or lose social media? Okay. My next question for you is would you rather lose your voice or lose your eyesight? Mm-hmm. Okay, wait. So lose my voice or... Uh, okay, so you can either... Uh, you have to decide you can't talk for a year or you can't be on social media. Oh, social media. You would give that up? I can't go 10... I honestly don't know. I mean, other than sleeping. Yeah. The longest amount in a day that I go without talking is maybe 10 minutes. Yeah. So you have to be able to talk. I have yeah. to be able to talk. Yeah. 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 That's good. That's, I mean, there's no answer. way. Yeah. Okay, so would okay. you rather lose your voice or lose your eyesight? Your voice is really important to you. Yeah. Um, my eyesight. So if I'm, if I don't have a voice, but I, oh yeah, lose my eyesight. Yeah, because then I can still communicate pretty well. But you would like never see your kids. It's tricky. This one's hard. Oh, uh, no, maybe I'd lose my voice then. It's fine. I can quit job. My right, my job. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like Roger Ebert lost his voice near the end of his life, but he could still see and he could still communicate and write. And, yeah. and he was all there. He just right. couldn't talk anymore. But your voice, I mean, you're Joey Tack. I know, but they've got tapes. They That's got true. Like, I did, you know, I switched, you know, maybe maybe they, we figured out some some sort of cool, like, uh, text-to-speech thing. Yeah, and, like, with your voice and you having so much recorded, mm. I bet that, like, there's some way that they could make it so that, like, you could actually have sentences yeah. and stuff. Yeah, okay. maybe. Or I just or I just come off the air and, and just, you know, you know, don't don't be on the radio anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Be okay. weird. Yeah. Maybe someday. Hmm. Okay. All right. Was that it? Was that all the would you rather questions? No, I had one more. Oh, okay. So like when you go on vacation, do you prefer the beach or do you prefer to like be like in the city? Ooh, okay. With my kids, I want to be in a city. Because mm-hmm. I feel like we can explore and go do things. The beach with children is my nightmare. I can't do it. it but nightmare, yeah. if it was just like me and my husband going away, I want to like lay on a beach. Yeah. I want to be like, in a, that's what I want. So, so it depends on if I'm alone or with them. Yeah. So beaches are really uh, inconvenient to me. So my wife is the same way. She likes to go on, on beach. And it's like, I, I've never thought, man, I just want to lay on the beach. Like, it's just like, not only the sand, but then like, the, I, I hate having to lather up sunscreen. Like, 
Yeah. It's so inconvenient. You always miss a pocket somewhere. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's hard to walk on the sand. And then, like, it's just so... I don't know. It's not relaxing to yeah. me. And, and, and I know some people really like... So, beach for me is like... I like I'm the that guy. Me and Jesse do the same thing. We sit under the big ass umbrella, and like, and we're also incredibly white. So we we like uh, we'll dig our feet into the sand because we know we're gonna burn really bad. And so like I like that and drinking and, and the atmosphere and stuff. But right. Like, like hanging out and baking like has never been like really. It kind fun. of is like a girly thing. Like yeah. I feel like it is more like a girls trip, it's the like, beach. Yeah. I mean it's like an easy like that's what you do. We're going to lay around, we're going to drink, we're going to like that. Yeah. That's cool. way better. But 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 then if you say, "Hey, you got to go to the city or you got to go explore, you know, a glacier or something like oh, that." Yeah. I'm like, "That's pretty cool." Uh, yeah, know, the beach better. is fine. I just wouldn't, I wouldn't want to spend a whole day there. Yeah. Like, give me a little bit of it. I can experience it. And I do think you feel better when you get out of the sun. Like, yeah. Like, this is, whatever that is. By that tiredness. Yeah. Like, I saw, like, a meme or something that was, like, talking about that nap. Like, yeah. when you go in at, like, 3 o'clock. Yeah. From being out in the sun all day. And you, yeah. like, nap before yeah. dinner. It's the best nap. But then you wake in the up. the entire world. And you're in this weird, like, um. Yeah, you have a lot of like, uh, you feel great. Yeah, and and so same thing like if you've ever gone to like got it like a, a go to a spa and, and get a massage on vacation, and then you get out of there and you take a shower and you get dressed and you're like, man, I feel like a million bucks right now. Right. That's kind of like I, what I think the beach is. Yeah. And then like a city trip or excursions or stuff like that, you just kind of get tired. Um, but I'm a huge fan of experiences. Yeah. Like I'm not a I'm not a stuff person. Yeah. So I like you know, collecting all of these memories yeah, and, you know, whatever that is. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. So where can we follow you at? Uh, thanks for asking. Uh, at Joey Tack at, uh, you know, all the, all the places, you know, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, MySpace? Is there MySpace? J-O-E-Y. Uh, <laughs> if anyone still has a MySpace, it's <laughs> yes, you. Yes. Like running it, Stop. keeping it going. What song, if you had to pick one song right now that would be on your MySpace? Oh, yeah. We were just talking about this, like in the HTML flashing with like yeah. you know, glitter. Uh, gosh. Okay, so. It'd be Baby Shark right now, I think, for you. I think you're in a Baby Shark mode. <laughs> I'm picking it for you. Um, yeah. No, I think, so, like, because I, I'm in, in the, the hip-hop kind of realm a little bit, I, I'm a, a light to some other songs. I've really kind of uh, started listening to Happier by Marshmello. Okay. Which is the happiest sounding sad song ever. Yeah. Um, and, I, and, again, I like feeling sad for some I'm reason sometimes. I'm obsessed song, too. And um, so uh, that would probably be up there because I can't stop listening to it. But, uh, like, in, in, uh, what we play on the station, gosh, I don't know. Um... There's a, God, I don't have to, you know, you block out, you know, when you hear songs four times a day, yeah. uh, you know, every day after day after day, you can kind of, uh, you block them out. I'm super obsessed with Take It All Back by Judah and the Lion. Okay. It's so good. I can't stop listening listen to, it. to it. Yeah. I listen to it like two times on the way to work. I'm just obsessed with it. But so that would be my song right now, I but think. It, but but it will, you'll get over it and then you'll be like, why did I listen to this <laughs> I so know. Yeah. Then it ruins it. Then you got to change the, My, the MySpace song. Yeah. You got to change it. Yeah. yeah. You'd, hey, by the way, you'd be in my top eight, by the oh, way. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. I mean, my, yeah, maybe not right at the top, <laughs> but like you'd be in there somewhere. <laughs> like, yeah, so, uh, yeah, what a weird time that was. We should bring it back. Mm. I mean, I think if we start doing it, maybe we can make an impact. I think you're right. Beauty School Bobby. Mm -hmm. MySpace. Oh, 
My, my Apple Watch thought it was a really good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you all so much for listening to us today. Um, thank you to our sponsor, Tennessee School of Beauty. You can visit them at www.tennesseeschoolofbeauty.com. Follow them on all the things at TN School of Beauty on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to follow me at Beauty School Bobby. Visit our website, beautyschoolbobby.com, where you can find all of our episodes. Um, make sure you're sharing and rating. Um, tell all your friends about it. Keep putting us in the Instagram stories because I love seeing where you guys are listening. Um, but thanks for listening, guys. And until next time, bye.